And we just like talked about cats for the longest time. Your cat had herpes? Mine did, yeah. Oh, your cat's a hoe? I, I don't know how it how ha- I didn't give it to him. I don't know how he got it, but you know. Yeah. How do you know your cat has herpes? The vet tells you. This is the podcast streaming in your ear about comedy, concerts, and beer. Pilsner's loggers and IPAs. Liquid courage just to take the stage. Backstage pass, got you feeling right. And everyone's welcome like an open mic. Getting drunk, waiting for the last man to fall. When it's time to take a shot, we yell, Cannonball! Jokes got you smiling from ear to ear. Our beverage of choice is beer, man, beer. Get back and relax while the beer foam settles. Now here's your hosts, Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. Beer, man, beer. What is happening, everybody? And my name is Johnny Benson. Hey, I'm Ken Kettles, and what's up, Johnny B? We're ready to drink some beer, and we got a special guest in the studio, all the way from Los Angeles, California. We got Genevieve Catfight Joy is here, everybody. What's going on, G? Uh, hey. Uh, well, I. Oh goodness, I don't know what to say. That was so. You guys are so cool with your introductions. I feel like I'm at a loss. We like to sound like we're on the radio in 1985. I wish that I was on the radio in 1985. <laughs> well, you were telling us a pretty cool story about David Lee Roth while we were pre-gaming with a fresh beer. Uh, we'll get into that. But I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Catfight. Catfight, yeah. It used to be a nickname because once upon a time... All right, so when I was... um. Way too old to to the point where this was cute or cool at all. My friends and I started like a fake gang, and we were called the Feisty Flies. I didn't come up with the name. But we used to get shit-faced every night of the week in New York. And uh, our motto was drink, fight, destroy. Wow. And uh, the way we all got, everybody had a, a nickname, and it was some kind of fight name. But you didn't make it up yourself. It had to happen organically. And one night... I started a fight with a pack of angry lesbians and forever after was known as cat fight. We also had a street fight, dirty fight, superhero fight, bar fight, and pool fight. How'd you make out in the fight with the lesbians? I lost. Oh, but you got to keep the nickname, which I think is cool. So who won in the long run? That would be me. That would be Genevieve. Cat fight. Genevieve cat fight joy. That's it. Now keep in mind. I like it. I go way back with Genevieve. Now, Genevieve, you are originally from the mean streets of Greenwich, Connecticut. I am. That's it. Trust fund, baby, gone. Gone pro. Oh, go, gone awry. Gone, <laughs> gone pro so stand up in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Now, is, is moving to California an upgrade? Or yeah, it's it? been wonderful. I like how, although I don't know how professional I can call myself during uh, COVID. Well, you're not allowed to work anymore. Right, you exactly. <laughs> you know, I, for a minute, we were doing shows in tents and parties parking lots and it was almost you know i i actually picked up a microphone for the first time in what six seven months and i almost started to cry 
I forgot how I missed it, you. Yeah, it was like really emotional. And then the whole audience was all like, oh, and they were emotional too because nobody's done anything fun. Were you able to do any outdoor shows? Or Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I did a handful. And then uh, I, I don't know if you guys know, but um, Conrad Newsom has shut down all of the city. So, wow. yeah. I like that. That's good. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> Is it okay if I uh, if I take that as my own too, please? Go for it. <laughs> we had my 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 brother-in-law was going Conrad de Blasio and my my heard my sibling oh, saying it. Because over here it, we have uh, And I said you King guys know Cuomo. Oh, Cuomo, yeah. King Cuomo. They said, and I said, you guys know that that's not his name, right? That's like your dad's being an asshole, right? But, mm-hmm. um, but an asshole, but accurate. All right. Well, we have some beer from Skulls Brew House. Our friend Adam from Skulls invited us over for some good beer that he made himself. And uh, what do we got on tap? Keg Kittles. We have Alien Invaders. Now, this Ooh. is a super surprise. It's a milkshake IPA, 7.4%. And let me tell you, you will be, your taste buds will just, just jump for joy. Yeah. And it'll take you back to a time, back to the 80s, when you sat there in front of the TV, watching your cartoons, sipping that bowl of milk after that bowl of cereal you just well, got done. Well, maybe eating. that's what you did in the 80s, but I was in diapers in the 80s, so oh. it, it would be the 90s. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me go back. So it's the <laughs> 80s, 90s, and today. All right. That's it. So, buddy, yeah, you you appreciate nostalgia. You're I, a, I love it. Oh, old. yikes. Whoa, happy new year. Let me get some towels. <laughs> wow, we had an exploding can incident right there. <laughs> the beer is so good, it jumped right out of the can, and uh, we had a little cleaning up to do. <laughs> but uh, this beer does look amazing. Now, this beer has the flavor of Trick Cereal, I believe. This is beautiful. I, I don't even want to drink it. I just want to stare at it. But I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm uh, going mm. for a sip there and let us know what you think. See if it it's, smells like trick cereal. Does it give you back to the childhood days of watching a few cartoons of the '90s? Mm. Oh, she is the look on her face when she drinks a beer. We can't tell if she's enjoying it or if she's. I can't dabbing. tell either because I feel like half my mouth is filled with happiness and nostalgia and like bunnies jumping around, and then the other half is filled with alcohol. And there's. <laughs> well, what do you think, Keg Kettles? Keg Kettles is almost done with his glass. It's great. That's the wrong yeah. cereal. I'm going to go in for a sip. I've had this before. It's one of my Listen, favorites. Listen, I'm going nostalgia. <laughs> this does remind me of the cereal milk at the bottom of the bowl while you're watching Mr. T cartoons. Mm, definitely. Dipping that bowl over, taking mm. a sip. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. It is damn tasty. Innovative. Definitely innovative. Absolutely. You get all the nice fruit flavors in the beginning. and then It's you get definitely that innovative. In it, yeah, it's one after the other. It's like first it tastes mm. like... Right, and then, then you remember you're drinking a beer. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. I mm. like it, Adam. I think this is a hit. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the '80s, you told us a really cool story about uh, meeting David Lee Roth. I did, but it wasn't in the '80s. It was it was well, somewhere around. You weren't around in the '80s. <laughs> yeah, it was somewhere around the year 2000. We were in the uh, Russian tea room for New Year's Eve. Ooh. And sounds fancy. It was real fancy, 
and uh, we had we had taken a car and we were staying at this um, hotel for the night. And my mom, my dad, my sisters, and my brother and I were all there. And somebody comes to our table and is like, "You guys, you guys, the guy from Van Halen is sitting." over there and my sisters are like oh my god oh my god and they they wanted to meet him but they were too scared to talk to him and I was like I'll do it so I march over there and there's this guy who's wearing like leopard not leopard like zebra print pants right with a uh, tuxedo jacket and he's got this mangy blonde ponytail, and he's old, right? And all the all the the entire rest of the table is just models, it's those girls, but a very certain look, like the ones from the '80s videos with the long hair and the long legs and the too much red lipstick, and you know the type, right? Uh, it's Tony Katane type, right? There we go. <laughs> and uh, so I I walk over to him, and I tap him on the shoulder, and I say, "Excuse me, are you Eddie Van Halen?" <laughs> oh my goodness. And the, the whole room, silent, you know, like they're all going to take their cue from him, right? If he starts yelling, then all, right? So all of a sudden, he goes, and then everybody, like right out of a movie kind of thing, like out of Goodfellas, you know, like they're all waiting for the, the one. For the Godfather. Yeah, to say it's okay. And he pulls me onto his lap. Oh, of course. And he says, why? No, little lady. I'm the reason Eddie Van Halen ever got famous at all. Oh, that has nothing to do with him being the greatest guitar player of all time. My name... Or Gene Simmons. I don't know. ...is David Lee Roth. Did he say, hum on the baby, hum on the baby, hum on the baby, zip it pop? And he said, would you like to shake me by the hand? I mean, I was already in his <laughs> like lap. Like I said, hand. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then my sister, who is like 20 or 21 at the time, comes running over. And she goes, oh, <laughs> oh, my little sister. Oh, you found her. There you are. Do you want to? Oh, who are you? And he's like, Hello. Would you like to join us? And just as he invites my sister to join them, my mother comes running up behind and she goes, Oh, I don't think so. Caitlin, you come with us. And he goes, Oh, well, well, maybe after. We're all going to go. And my mom turns to this guy who she doesn't know who the hell he is, right? <laughs> and she goes, You want to take out my daughter? And he's like, I, 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 I yes. Right? Wow. And, and she goes, Well, we are staying at the Sherry Netherland Hotel. If you want to take my daughter out, you can meet us there. You will shake hands with my husband, and we will have a little conversation, and then we'll see. Wow. And how old? She was 21. Oh, so it was your sister. Oh, yeah, your yeah, it was my sister. Si- no, he didn't want to take me out. I was like, I, you I know, you. like, like okay. 12 or 13, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, glad we got that clarified. So meanwhile, Caitlin is devastated. She's in tears, you know, I'm like, you ruined my life. This could have been the greatest night of my life. And my mom, if he really likes you, he'll show up. Oh, that's <laughs> embarrassing. Wow. Yeah, my mom, okay, let's like, I don't think you understand. Okay, I'm not planning on marrying this guy. <laughs> we don't need to put him through all the, the rules here, right? So we get back to the hotel, and my sister is like just inconsolable. And then there's a call from downstairs. Uh oh. Someone is here. 
<laughs> and they send him up. And my mom, in like her robe and her like green face mask, you know, oh. answered the door. Is it an avocado mask? <laughs> right. were, were there any curlers in her hair? <laughs> she has like that headband that's like it's all back, you know, like scary. <laughs> like the Joan Crawford, like, you know. Precisely. <laughs> and she's like. She goes, says to my sister, she's like, do not put your drink down. And she looks at me, I know how you rock and rollers think. And if you try to put the make on my daughter, so help me God. And my sister's like wiping off her mascara, you know. And he goes, it's all right. I have a mother too. Oh, look at Dave. And, and yeah, There's and he took her out to in second, his huh? uh, in his limo, and they went to some party, and he brought her back and delivered her himself, what and a was gentleman. a perfect gentleman. Wow, Bobsy well, Bobsy Bop, right? Man, David Nobody Lee. saw that Did story coming. This is the greatest right? David Lee story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he could have been your brother-in-law, right? <laughs> Oh man! Now let me, Gene. You you said your parents made you try stand up comedy. They did. That's correct. That you got into stand up. You didn't want to be a comedian. You wanted to be an actor. Not particularly. You, no. You were all about the movies. I man. was all about the movies and Broadway and you yeah. know serious stuff. Yeah, you were going to be Meryl Streep. I never thought I was funny. I never wanted to be funny. And now I see it in my niece. My niece was crying because Christmas doesn't bring her joy. And everybody was like pointing and laughing. And, and we were, we, oh, I couldn't help it. I'm like, what about the trees? What's the point? Why can't we just have a nice table? We got to bring a tree in the house. It's messy. I said, what about the lights? They're too bright. They hurt my eyes. What about the colors, red and green? I only like black. I mean, the kid How went bizarre. on. I, what about the reindeer? What if the children, well, maybe. I mean, if the children could pet them, but they don't let us pet them. So what, why do I care about the reindeer? Yeah. And I said, snow is pretty. And she goes, sure, for like five minutes till the animals pee in it. I mean, there was, she was systematically just, and this was me. I used to ride my bike to the cemetery and write sad poems to all the dead people, and everybody thought it was funny, but it wasn't. Wow. Well, it was, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, if you ever found those poems, they were terrible. So, but I was very serious, so when my dad was like, stand-up comedy, I was like, cannibal. how dare you? <laughs> you know? Cannonball. That's cannonball time. Keep cannonball. talking. I'm going to get the cannonball. What does that mean? Oh, oh. oh we'll <laughs> maybe we should explain it. that to you. <laughs> well, if you're fan, fans of our show, know that when it's cannonball time, it's time for us to do a shot. But, um, uh, keep telling us about Christmas. Oh yeah, it, it's very. It's just very funny cannonball. to me. Like because this, yeah, I remember a long time ago, this comic said. And he's actually doing really well now. I never liked him. We were not friends, but we worked on the same radio show together. And I was really You're not upset. Gonna blue ball the audience. You're gonna tell us who it is, right? Uh, do you know Andrew Schultz? No. All right. So he's <laughs> he's like blowing up right now or whatever. But at the time, he was a real jerk. And I've never he heard of him. he said, uh, "You know, Genevieve, what's really sad and unfortunate for you is that when you cry, other people find it very funny." And I was like. That is the meanest thing I've ever heard. That's kind of mean, yeah. It's very mean, but it's also, I've noticed, true. And once I kind of accepted that, I, I you know. Well, how old were you when you started? Comedy? Yeah. 22? So that's when I met you, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was I, that was right away. And mom, early. mom and dad dragged you to open mic and said, get on that stage, Yeah, kid. well, actually, they signed me up for a, a workshop where it was like, 
you go with your ideas and it's like a class like three nights and then the fourth night is a show like that kind of thing and uh that was how it started so my first show was at Gotham Comedy Club but it was like at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday you know how about that and then I started was it a bringer oh yeah of course well I mean barely it was it was like the you know it was like the the show at the end of the I don't know if I can do this. Well, you can try. If you, if you can't, don't worry about it. This is this is peanut butter? This is peanut butter whiskey. The screwball peanut butter whiskey. Mm. I'm enjoying with a couple of screwballs. Is yours gone already? Keg, where's your glass? They didn't fill it yet. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm filling Keg's glass because he calls cannonball because the Genevieve's stories are just... I was I was getting a little sad, man. Yeah. Yeah? Sorry. You know, I mean I'm, to... I'm, I'm all about Christmas, man. I know, right? Yeah. Talk to and Camille. To think... She'll ruin it for you. Yeah, oh. she kind of did. She's kind of like a mm-hmm. black cloud. It was hilarious. It brings me no joy. <laughs> it's your mom, right? It's my niece. Your niece, okay. Your yeah. niece. Yeah, my mother oh. loves Christmas. Well, okay. She just doesn't love David Lee Roth, apparently. Wow. She saw right through that guy. Dying you days. need to take your niece and hold her captive, and, and you really need to uh, really, I think, do like with the they did in the Clockwork Orange. I, I think, you know, I think she's going to come around. Mm-hmm. Have her sit there and, and, you know, have that mechanical frame on her eyes to keep her eyes open and, and have her watch all these different Christmas films until she actually likes Christmas. You know, keep dropping little water I tried to, to bring up too. Christmas films. I, you know, I, I said, uh, I, I said, White Christmas, yeah. Too Old, Home oh, Alone, Boring. Movie. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. It's for babies. I mean, she hated Elf. everything. Elf. I watched it twice yesterday. Elf is good. Elf, Elf is, is cute. Good. How about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Have you heard of that one? I don't know That's that one. Okay. That's my favorite. That's your yeah. favorite. Yeah. Or just show her Die Hard. Let her be one of those Die Hard people. Yeah, that might be the way. That is a Christmas I movie think that's well. the way. Yeah. All right, let me try right, this. Cannonball. We're gonna do a shot right now. Okay. Oh, Genevieve is in. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. Go for it, G. There you go. Oh, cannonball. Take it all That's in. That's a little sip. You don't like it, huh? She's not done yet. Uh, hang on. I think... She's chewing it. Wow. She it don't... does taste like peanut butter. It's like drinking a peanut butter sandwich, yeah? I would never steer you wrong. Mm. You're right. So after that... Woo! I'll get drunk. Okay, so no, after that shot, I'm going to mm-hmm. go in for a little alien invaders. Oh, so yeah, I want peanut... some of this tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids, yeah. Mm. Oh, this is a lot going on in my in my in my mouth right now. There is a whole lot going on. <laughs> now this this just brought this cereal level to a whole nother whole nother so, realm. Yeah, no, really this did, yeah. felt like mixing, you know, peanut butter and tricks. It's not like, a combination you would think would be good, but it it is. It's almost like a peanut butter jelly sandwich now. Yeah, yeah. This just took it to another level, man. It's, I do just, enjoy it's it. just that you know what it is. It's the texture that throws me off. I expect peanut butter to be chewy. I expect tricks to be crunchy. Well, you were going in for the chew. I was. It was an instinct. <laughs> this is good, Genevieve. What do you mean by you can't handle sadness? I don't like sadness. No, who does? But uh, no, yeah. there are people who are great at it. I like you know there are people who want to like hang out with dying people and and they just are sensitive. And and they say warm, helpful things. I am not 
that that is not like people call me up. I don't. I do not know why anyone calls me up when they're contemplating suicide. I don't. Does know. that happen? Yeah, or? all the time. I get these friends that they want me to talk them off ledges. They're like, I'm looking at this gun, and I'm like, Don't do it. You have so much to live for. You hang out with too many stand-up comedians. I do. And, and no, no, don't do it. <laughs> right? Please don't do it. You know, I'm like, What if you fire and then you you miss something and you get disfigured? You can't even get dates on Tinder anymore. Now that would be sad. Like wow. I just I I don't do well with sadness. After they die, so who gets the gun? It's kind of a natural Ooh. fit. No, I had a, my one of my best friends died like last year. Yeah, see, you're looking at me all bug-eyed right now, like, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you're bringing this up, and you're like, like, you should be sad. I don't do well with sadness. <laughs> yeah, sorry. First of all, and she didn't just die; she died very slowly and painfully over the course of an entire year, crushed to death by a giant tumor. It was Ooh. it was disgusting. Yeah. The tumor exploded, Ooh. and then she lost her mind. So you know, where was I going with this? Yeah, I don't know, I, but I'm thinking I, about I was, more cannibal. I was probably the worst person to have around, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think people may look at you as, uh, you know, as one, one that, that would comfort. I, I don't I know. I think people see I things can't... in you that you don't see in yourself. Oh, that's sweet. Your name yeah. is Joy. You should just... Exactly. You're all exactly. about Joy. Is that but your I, legit last name? That is my legit last name now. No, it's, not, it's, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a stage name? No, it, it's a middle name. Mm-hmm. It it used to be my middle name. Oh, okay. Now it is my last name. You don't want to give up the government on the uh, podcast. Yeah, so no, my, but my last name I'm was gonna, also... I'm thinking Killian. There's, there's something Killian in there. What? What? Something Irish. Something Irish. Irish or Scottish. My la- well, actually, my last name is a is a um a fake. It's a stage name. My my true last name was also a stage name, oh. and it was German. My grandfather was German. Oh. Was it Hitler? It was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Does anybody have the last name Hitler anymore? Did they all not. just change it? <laughs> I don't know. Cannonball. What about all the other people who had that name? Does nobody get to use it now? I don't think so. Oh my god! I think. Uh, Where are we going? What did I just say? Something shocking? Adol- I'm just wondering. Adolf's cousin Bruce changed his name to Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> my last name was Dithmar. And then my my oh, grandfather didn't want a name that was so quote unquote ethnic, not 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 German ethnic, nothing to do yeah. with the unpopularity of the Germans during the yeah, late thirties, early forties okay. when he was trying to, to make it in showbiz. Okay, hold on, time out, time out. <laughs> Did you say Dickmore? Yeah, I wish. Wow. Dittmar. Dittmar. Okay. Your mind I thought you said gutter. Dick too. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She said it so quickly. Yeah. yeah, I said that's what I heard. Well, he changed his name to Davis, which is a name that he legally passed on to my father. But that's not appropriate for me. No, no, like, Davis. like it, you know what Davis is? Davis. Betty Davis. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Betty Davis is the greatest actress. Sammy okay. Davis, man. Okay, Sammy. Jim Davis. Jim yeah, Davis. Jim who, Davis who, who is, is a Jim comic. Davis? Jim Davis is nothing. Is, is Jim Davis doesn't exist. He stands behind his art. The Simpsons. That's Garfield. It hey, all speaks for himself. Garfield. Right. He's not trying to. He, his name. Listen. Do you think I haven't thought this through? Betty Davis was street. Betty Davis was blue collar. She was salt of the earth. I am none of those things. Are you sure? I am. It says. It do you says. Have Betty Davis eyes. I I do that. That I do. And I've heard. Comically large and a little bit scary at times, but they Shout look beautiful in Carnes. pictures. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Betty Davis, and that was her real name. That was not a stage name. Fun fact: 
Hollywood wanted to change her name to Benita Dawes. Oh, yeah. And she said, that sounds like Beneath the Draws, and I will not. Well, how about that? That does sound like Beneath the Draws. Um... No, I didn't like it. I don't think you should have a name like, like you have a name like Genevieve Joy and then you tack Davis on the end of it. It's like a big, ugly anchor just to remind you that you're not special. Uh, That's how it makes me feel. Because you are special. Because yeah, I, I am. It's a masculine name too. And Betty Davis, she was a little... Gina Davis, Isn't beautiful lady, when they, when, when they but look very, at, very masculine. Exactly. When they look at, we'll say, um, who played Maud? Oh, that's B. Arthur. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. She was a handsome woman. She was a handsome. Well, I don't know if she was handsome. No. But how do you say she that? Was a rough she was woman. a rugged woman. <laughs> when people look at a woman that is somewhat masculine, they say, "Oh, she's a very handsome woman." Why would you know. even? I have a handsome neighbor. Handsome and woman doesn't come into the same yeah. picture. Handsome come. It also comes later. It's like when a woman is no longer pretty, yeah. and not really, but still attractive. I don't know if you would call B. Arthur handsome. No, is, I feel like you would. B. I feel I would like not. I feel like you would call. Maybe you could call Meryl Streep today handsome. You don't think she's beautiful? No, no. I do not. Meryl Streep. I, I is think she lovely. I wouldn't call her lovely. <laughs> maybe, maybe who? No, now you know what? I'm Depends wrong. on the movie. Let's take Meryl Streep out of Sigourney Weaver. How about Glenn Close? Handsome. Glenn Close is terrifying uh, and handsome. She'll boil your buddy. Hillbilly <laughs> Elegy. Anybody see that on uh, I think it was I on didn't. Netflix? Great, great movie. First of all, let me tell you something. Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. Okay, Glenn Close has danger. Like Glenn Close, there are a handful of actresses. Glenn Close, Rebecca De Mornay, who was beautiful, but also had that dangerous quality mm-hmm. that you don't get a lot in women. Dangerous right? qualities. Well, yeah. Right, the femme fatales, because Glenn Close, like, Fatal Attraction. <sighs> oh, oh I love insane. it. Insane, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. it's she's so awesome and she's terrifying. Yeah, and when scary, I was a yeah. little girl, my mom took me to see Sunset Boulevard on Broadway, which was so fucking inappropriate because it's like this wow. woman who has a mental collapse, and it, it's it. Have you seen the movie? No. It is not for the faint of heart, and it is certainly not for a little child sitting dead front row center with Glenn Close going right around. I was so terrified that after the show, we went in the afternoon. My mom goes to the, the, the Broadway ticket booth. She goes, I need tickets to something right now. I just took my seven year old to Sunset Boulevard, and I need to undo. And they, they were like, why would you ever do that? And she was like, it was a mistake. But look at her. I need pink. I need tap dancing. I need anything. We, we need to I fix need fluffy this. fluffy unicorns. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. So then we went to like anything goes or something afterward just to kind of try like to endless. erase the memory, well, I remember, which couldn't be done. I, I, I was like a wee, a wee lad when my parents dragged me to a chorus line and there's a song called Tits, Tits and, and Ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> We need that on the podcast. We need to find that tits and ass. Yeah, it's not hard to find. Balcony. Yeah. <laughs> what you want is what you say. <laughs> Listen, we need that on the show. I'll, I'll dig it up. Yeah, we need a, that on the show. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. 
That's a good show. Because everybody needs a little tits and ass. No I doubt. also saw, uh, I, I met Gary Sinise like a couple years ago. Did or he have actually? legs? Yeah, about a year ago. Did he have lice? Legs. Did you see the, the, the recent <laughs> meme? Oh, where you got? <laughs> you got Forrest Gump cutting a turkey saying. <laughs> well, Lieutenant Diane, you ain't got no legs. Oh, God. You, you want a leg? <laughs> oh, bro, no. so, okay, my friend, the one that died, oh, her, uh, her boyfriend is the lead singer. Well, used to be boyfriend. Anyway, it was the lead singer of the Lieutenant Dan band. Lieutenant and, Dan has a band? Yes. He Okay, so he started visiting... Gary um, Sinise is actually a, a very, I think... Uh, wonderful. Wonderful musician. Yeah, wow. he's a bassist. Singer, bass player, absolutely. And he's, he's a wonderful guy, and he started he, he visiting army bases. the true American. Yeah, he's incredibly right. patriotic. He started so visiting... You... Because people love Lieutenant Dan, so he yeah. started visiting like veterans and stuff, and they all wanted to meet him. And then he got really inspired. And I mean, this is his story that when nine eleven happened, he just decided to completely commit himself to helping veterans. And he would have these um, shows, and he hired like the best musicians around mm-hmm. to be around him, and he'd play bass. And they'd have these shows that were you free. Slap at a bass. Slap on the bass. I went to the show because my my the friend friend of mine is a singer, and I meet him, and I said, you know, I saw him in one flew over the cuckoo's nest when I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, and they're like, tell him that he'll be so thrilled that you know, because everywhere he goes, it's you got legs, you know, that you remember Uh, him from something else, of course. So I said, I saw you in this Broadway play, and he goes, when? You know, and I said, oh, I, I mean, you know, I, I guess I was young. He goes, guy, you couldn't have been any older than like 13 or 14. I said, you're right. And I said, but it was also very um, emotional for me because my sister had just had a mental breakdown and been sent away to an institution. And here we are at the play. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he looks at me like kind of sideways. He goes, wait a minute, your sister had a mental breakdown and was sent to an institution and then your mom and dad took you to Cuckoo's Nest? Woo! And I was like... Oh, full circle. Not the most sensitive people. And uh, he was like, are you all right? Have the nightmares stopped? I'm like, well, you know, it's been over 20 years. Just keep checking that I'll tell you what, man. We're having a blast with Genevieve. Cat fight joy. We're going to come back in a minute with some more beer from Skull's Brewhouse. More crazy stories from Genevieve. More beer. <laughs> A beer man beer. Hey, what's up? It's Jamie Johnson from Hatebreed. And Frank also. And you're listening to the Beer Man Beer Podcast with Keg Kettles and Johnny Benson. Rock on. Oh, yeah. It's Beer Man Beer. We're with Genevieve Joy, and we're drinking beer from Skull's Brewhouse. Cometa Music playing in the background. Cometamusic.com for all your Cometa needs. And we're going to try an IPA from Skull's. What do we got on tap, Kid Kittles? 
This is Attack of the 50-Foot Orange. 50-Foot oh. Orange. This is a pale ale. It comes in at 4.5%. You ready to go in for a sniff and a taste? I am. I am. I have a feeling that I'm going to like this one. Why is that? I don't know. It's just a feeling I have. It's a good sniff. Here we go. It smells like an IPA. Mm. Mm. Oh, she likes it. Genevieve likes it. Oh, shit. Tell the whole neighborhood. What do you think? You know, Genevieve keeps going in. Look at that. I'm, You know, though, after the trick cereal one, I was expecting it to taste like orange Tic Tacs or <laughs> you know, like, like some kind of Starburst candy, maybe. And it doesn't. But that's okay. I mean, not everything has to be orange Tic Tacs and Starburst candy. I don't know. I think it should. But I I do. It does taste orangey. Like I feel like I'm getting my vitamin C. Good. And in this time of coronavirus, that's important. That is a therapeutic. Am I correct to say (laughs) vitamin C, vitamin D, maybe some zinc? But I think we need to challenge Adam to make something that tastes like an orange Tic Tac. Yeah, I agree. Look at that orange (laughs) Tic Tac beer, or any of the brewers, man. If you can make an orange Tic Tac beer. I think no, Adam, we don't need to open it I up to Adam all the brew. I like this guy, the Adam, one yeah. that gave. Oh. I don't even know him, but you know, Adam, you, this is luck. all for you. Adam is a uh, definitely. He's an innovator. An innovator. <laughs> definitely <laughs> an innovator. And almost like a scientist when it comes to beer. You know, I don't even remember the last time I had orange Tic Tacs. I think they're the best Tic Tac. I think they are. Mm. You can't just eat two. <laughs> you yeah, gotta can. eat the whole. Well, but that's kind of like with any Tic Tacs. I feel like. Yeah. Tic Tacs are such a. Uh, it's one of the four major food groups, I think. Hey, Genevieve, why do you carry... <laughs> why do you never go anywhere without a copy of the book Moby Dick? Well, I go places, but I don't go far. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I'll go to... I don't bring it to the store with me, but if I'm ever going on a trip... Yeah. Here's why. Is it Be- your security blanket? Because electronics may fail. My phone may die. My iPad, just like it did may not get in our web, and then maybe the Nook or the Kindle app may be stuck and it won't download properly. But you know what will always be there is my raggedy copy of Moby Dick. And that's your book. That's yeah, your, that's that your will jam. never okay. shut down. That will never glitch out. But you know what I'm Moby saying? Dick? Because I know that I like it. So it's not like you bring a random book that you might hate, and then you're like, now I got nothing. I so, kind of understand why people take the Bible with them. Yeah, same idea. But you have Moby Dick. Well, no, I don't think it's the same thing, though. I think people bring the Bible with them because they're scared of hell. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I have the app on my phone. The the Bible app? Yes. I don't have the Bible app. I do like the Bible, though. I think it's full of Do you have the Moby Dick app? I don't have the Moby Dick app because I didn't think I needed it because I have the book. But here, like, here's the thing. You can open to any passage in Moby, and not everybody agrees with me. I will say that. Not everybody agrees. In fact, I have yet to meet anyone who agrees with me. But I think that if you open any passage of Moby Dick, you just start reading and you just love it. Like, it's captivating. Like, whatever it is. Like, he's talking about a way. Like, it's not even that great a story. But just, like, the way that it's written, it makes me feel smarter. And I'm getting drunk here. I can already tell. I, I'm falling apart. But I love Moby Dick. It is my favorite book. Yep. And when I was a kid, I brought same thing. When I was a kid, I brought where I never went anywhere without where the sidewalk ends. Oh. 
where does the sidewalk end? It, it, um, somewhere. Where it does that? end. There's is a, there's is a that place. that a Shell Silverstein? Yes. All right. And it's the best one. Well, no, I mean, the other ones are great, too. I just, I'm, I'm particularly attached to that one because that was the one that I had. So, you know. All right. Now, Genevieve, you're a huge fan of Westerns. I am. Is there a specific, do you, do you have like a top Western movie or a couple? Of you know that I have a top Western guy. I've done multiple podcasts about my obsession with. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> while you brought that up, also check out Genevieve's podcast. It's yes. Just Genevieve, a podcast that is all about just Genevieve. And you can get that on Apple and Spotify mm-hmm. and anywhere podcasts are. How about sold. Amazon. It's, I don't think it's on Amazon. I don't. I don't know. Is that a thing? It might it's be. a thing. It might be. It might be. Yeah. Because Amazon I had, I use Libsyn to for the distribution, and they just kind of put it places. But maybe it is on yeah. Amazon. It's all over. The, Genevieve's out there, so check her out. I am. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be after today because we've decided that this is my big break in comedy. Yeah, the beer it's, man. It's just the beer man. This beer is podcast. it. We this appreciate it. you. We appreciate you. Hey, remember. We did that show in Mohegan Sun, and there was that guy with no limbs, and and he was great. Yeah, his name was um, Chad, but he went by Freak Show. Uh, yeah, I liked him. <laughs> no, listen, you're laughing like I'm doing that thing again where I'm saying something, and you're like, I don't know where this is going, and I no, I'm not I sure how I feel about name. it. <laughs> no, he had the he, but he was like the For nicest a man with no limbs. guy. Oh, sweet guy. Sweet he guy. was the nicest guy ever, and all his limbs were metal. Yeah, and they were like sharp. Yeah, it was like Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, but He's... for real. And then um. And then I did some joke about my cat getting herpes, and he came up to me after the show and showed me all these pictures of his cat, and we just, like, talked about cats for the longest time. cat had herpes? Mine did, yeah. Oh, your cat's a hoe? I I don't know how it (laughs) – I didn't give it to him. I don't know how he got it, but, you know. Yeah. How do you know your cat has herpes? The vet tells you. Oh, you wouldn't know it the other way, right? All right, moving on. Um, Where were we? Uh, we're talking about westerns. West, I love westerns. Do you like westerns? Uh, I, I think I like westerns. I'm really not too familiar. What I know about them fits in a thimble, I'd say. Right, but that's the thing. Well, let's. let's... I felt like that once too, and then I had this realization that I, somebody was like, "Do you like westerns?" And I was like, "No." And then they were like, "How about this movie?" And I was like, "I haven't seen it." And they're like, "How about this movie?" And I'm like, "Well, Shame. I liked it." Whoa. See that? That's there is not a person alive who doesn't love that movie. There's not a person alive who doesn't love True Grit. There's not a person alive who Hold doesn't on. Which, love which True Grit. Which, oh, come on now. You know True Grit. All right. Well, first of all, well, there, there was okay. True Grit. Yeah. And then there was a remake. There was a remake. And the remake, I read the book because that's how big a fan I am. And the oh. remake is actually closer to the book. The original was a little Disneyfied, but. You know, it's a tough call because I am such a purist and I think that John Wayne is is God as far as I'm concerned. And so I'm skeptical. I mean, they almost never remake anything John Wayne did because it's perfect. It's perfect, yes. But if anybody could pull it off, there's nobody but Jeff Bridges. And he's not, you know, he, he made it his own and he's got that masculine quality that's like that not... All right, I'm going to say something that might make my likability go down. Never. Right? Not okay. going to happen. But I think that the whole, you know, when men were men, right? 
before being masculine became associated with being a bully and with being toxic and everything. And not that toxic masculinity doesn't exist. It it does when it's pe- men using their strength for bullying and whatever. But that's not what these classic guys were about. Like John Wayne was ho- heroic and romantic. And um, who's the one that did the remake? I just Jeff Bridges has that energy and that quality. And I feel like he was the only guy today who could really pull that off. So he was Yeehaw! wonderful. Yeah. That's it. You're a huge advocate for John Wayne. And I'm a huge... And the airport... That's it. I What's had a Facebook. I had a Facebook war because people want to take away his airport. Who would want to take away John Wayne's airport? People, the, the crybabies. You know the people. Un-American you know the ones. Democrats. <laughs> ah. Correct. <laughs> Correct. No, they do. They want to change the name to the airport and make name it after some indigenous person or something. I don't know what they want to name it after. Like you know the the crybaby airport. <laughs> What? What'd I say? Nothing. Nothing at all. Do you hate me? No. Oh, he's on board with me. <laughs> I do not hate you. Mm. Anyway. I smile when I look at you. Mm, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got in a Facebook fight with all these people who were like, they changed it. They've, they've you know, Facebook. The airport. Th- this whole Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. Facebook is for old people. Well, actually, it was created specifically for my age group. Your age. I was the first group that had it. Right, but it was also as more of a a, a dating or a get together. It was for kids in college of, to connect yes, and yes, have their connect, own little connect, message yeah, yeah, board yeah, yeah, between right. colleges. Right. So um, that that was what it was for. And at first, it was just the Ivies, and then it was just the New England East Coast schools. And I was in that second ring of schools that had, or was, mm. yeah. And then it became public well after I was out of college. Yeah, because I jumped into to Facebook around two thousand nine or ten, right? Two thousand eight, I think. Really? You might have been that was early time. because I got it in two thousand five. What? I didn't, I didn't even know it was there in two thousand. It was only for college kids in okay, two thousand five. Because I was on the uh, the other one, MySpace. It, MySpace. It, oh, MySpace. Yeah, but Instagram was way later. Instagram it, didn't, didn't come on, in until later, but I Facebook. Because Facebook was specifically for college kids, are and you, then they opened it up. Are you on the TikTok? I have the TikTok. I'm not on the TikTok. My nieces are very, very all about the TikTok. I don't TikTok. They TikTok like nobody's business. Wow, I hate TikTok. I hate social media. I just, I just think it's a drain. You're not creating anything or really doing anything, but you feel like you are, and that's a that's a trap to me. You know. So speaking of creating, how did Adam do creating this delicious IPA? Well, Johnny, this was created with a masterful hand. Is there vitamin C in here? Because I really feel like there is. It might be. Might, I like. You it. feel renewed, rejuvenated. I do. I feel healthier for having drank this. Would that go good? I feel with, ready uh, to go out and fight the corona. Go good with eggs and bacon, right? I think so. Yeah, and pancakes maybe. Uh, a trick cereal. Where's that other one? <laughs> there we go. We drank that already. Oh, that's for yeah. bad. Johnny, favorite western. I like the one. Uh, there's a. Oh, you know what my favorite one is? You probably won't agree with this, but um, one the one with Sharon Stone. I don't agree. I know you don't like it, but I love it. Uh, oh no! What that? I, um, be quicker, be dead. Be quicker, be no, dead. No, I don't dislike it. Yeah. I I like Sharon Stone. That was a good one. Was I'm a good just one. saying that the fact that you would say that's your favorite western just tells me right. that you haven't seen enough westerns. Isn't that's it a, all it tells me. Hold on, hold on. Is it a spinoff of another western? Because there's another western that ended the same way. 
What's the, what's the one where the guy's standing on uh, playing the harmonica? Yeah, it's called Once Upon a Time in the West, and it's that was with Claudia Cardinal. Yes. And that, oh, Jason Robart's character, oh, he has the scene where he says, uh, my, you remind me of my mother. She was the biggest whore west of the Mississippi. Ooh-wee. But whoever my father was, for a moment or for a half an hour, he was a happy man. I'm paraphrasing, but Excellent. it's a beautiful scene. That's I mean, it's an, an incredible movie, oh, and I, you should see the original. And, and like an idiot, I didn't say Tombstone. Tombstone, I love Tombstone. I'm a, that was not idiotic to not say Tombstone. I love Tombstone. Oh, I love Val Kilmer in Tombstone, but I didn't that think anybody else was especially cast. compelling. I saw Val Kilmer six times. Stole the, the show in Tombstone. Yeah. See, so here's the thing, right? That's like me. I had only seen a handful of westerns, but every one I had seen, I loved. So then I was like, maybe I like these and I should explore this more. And then I realized I just, I love the entire genre. I love everything about it. I, I, I love it. the men. I love the women. I love the scenery. I, I, mine, I mean, I don't have a favorite because it's, the whole genre is my favorite. But How there's about Oklahoma? Oklahoma was a dopey musical. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma was fun, Oklahoma. though. I like, uh, okay. what's her name? Gloria Graham. I think she's great. But uh, the there's a movie called She Wore a Yellow Ribbon, and okay. it's a John Ford movie. I'm about to get real dorky here. Like, this is as nerdy okay. as it gets, That's okay? okay? What, what, are we the cool kids? Yeah, <laughs> right? So it's John Wayne playing a character 20 years older than he was at the time. So he usually played the, you know, the stud at the time. Now he's playing this old guy, and he's sensational. He's very, very uh, vulnerable performance. It's very beautiful. And it's in Technicolor. And... It was created where the shots line up to match the paintings of John Ford's favorite artist, who is Frederick Remington, who did all these paintings of the Old West. So visually, it's a spectacular movie, and it's a great story, and John Wayne's performance is sensational. It's really a very underrated Western, in my opinion. I'm also a huge fan of the actress Maureen O'Hara. Isn't she beautiful? She's a cupcake. Yeah. And she made a lot of westerns that were really um, wonderful. She did five movies with John Wayne. And they were um, they were best friends. Mm-hmm. And he was her top leading lady. But they were never married or romantically involved publicly. But... I mean, when he was dying, she moved into his house and just lived there for like the last year of his life. And his wife was just like, okay, you know, and all his kids said that he was clearly madly in love with her, but he didn't marry her. And I think it's because he didn't want to marry a movie star and he wanted children because he married this woman who barely spoke English and had a million kids. And that was kind of what he wanted, but they were really close their entire lives. And she's the reason he has a medal of honor for lifting morale during the war. What do you think of the movie Bad Girls? I don't know that movie. Where'd that come from? It's Madeline Stowe. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a Western. It's a Western. Really? Yeah. It's all, all the ladies were the uh, I don't know that slingers. movie. I'll check it out. Well, I will. I, did you watch the series Godless, the town where they lose all the men in the mining accident and Man. it's all women? Those women were tough. Oh, you know what's a great one? And it's not really a Western, but it kind of is on the edge. Um, the movie Night of the Hunter, because it's Lillian Gish. And, uh, you know, she plays one of those, like, pioneer types, right? Well, it takes place later than that. It takes place in the, in the 20th century, but early. But it's just this image of this woman 
who's like holding a baby and a shotgun and she's like reading the kids like Bible stories and keeping them calm while she's ready to shoot someone, you know? And I'm like, God, these women were so tough and they had it so together. They were not like snowflakes, no. you know? Snowflakes? Like, like they what are those? built this country completely while the men were just running off and fighting Indians and chasing gold and doing whatever men do. All that toxic masculinity. That's it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We are having a blast with Genevieve Joy. Davis. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had to do that. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to try the stout next. Yes. Want to try the stout? Yes, please. Let's try the stout next. What is the stout? Is that, does that one have a fun name? Or is it just uh, a stout? I, I think it does. I hope so. What is this oh, music? Yeah. Cometa. More oh. Cometa. Oh, and we're also going to talk tunes when we get back. Oh, let's do it. we got Genevieve's favorite bands. <laughs> which I'm excited to hear about. <laughs> oh, boy. Beer Man Beer. Hello. Hello. We're hanging out with Genevieve. Genevieve Joy. Check her out. Just Genevieve podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I'll give you some comedy dates, but uh, I guess comedy's closed, huh? <laughs> yeah, for the Especially foreseeable California. future. All right, when COVID's over, is she a live comedy show? Yes, I, I would love that. Yeah, now usually, let me give you a little history lesson about our show. All right. Long before there was an Auntie Rona that canceled everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're very kind to say Auntie Rona. Auntie Rona, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, uncle? I want to shout cousin. out to, shout out to my friends uh, from the Confessions of Retail All the Tea podcast, Amy and Lexi, who taught me that term, Auntie Rona. <laughs> Auntie Rona. <laughs> we uh, were very avid concert goers. We'd see as many live shows as we can. Mm. Any, uh, Any band uh even sometimes we'd go see a band we didn't even like just to go see a concert mm-hmm. and <laughs> were you ever pleasantly surprised like you go see him live and you go i didn't hey, think i like this but this is fun we saw we saw carly simon in concert well who doesn't love well, carly was, simon well many, many, carly many, simon many, is many wonderful many years, but we didn't know because we went to see how hall and oates was the opening act well hall and oates is great too but carly and simon we sat in the rain yeah. are you kidding sat outside in the rain and watched a little carly simon but the uh, moral of the story is we covered concerts that we go to, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd say to the listeners, if you see us at a concert and you say, Cannonball. No, that's not what you say. <laughs> you say, beer, man, beer, we'd buy you a beer. Cool. But now that COVID killed all the concerts, uh, we just kind of talk with everybody about what their favorite tunes are. <laughs> and you gave us a list of- I uh, did. But that, that's not the list. No, you I texted you. you te- I got the list that right? you texted me. Because then you said if I wanted to make my own band, which is different. All right, we'll get into that too. Okay. So let me- uh, Totally separate questions. Start it off with your top four, your Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of tunes. 
All right. Do you want to tell us your top four tunes? What did I write? I know I said. No, I do. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. A Connecticut native. How do you like your meatloaf? Uh, I like it with the ketchup. uh, Yeah, you like it with ketchup? That that ketchup uh, gravy, whatever on top. The the coating there. The the ketchup frosting, I guess it's called. Mm. What do you think of meatloaf? What do you like? I love I love Meatloaf. I love his music. I love his lyrics. I love his personality. I love his videos. Is he from Westport? Yeah, I believe he lives in <laughs> Reading. I think Reading. Reading. Yes. Every every time he was I listen, on Turkey TV. Remember Turkey TV? Turkey every TV. time I listen to a Meatloaf song, it makes me want to do something amazing with my life. So like like what? I don't know, but something. Lucy, explain. Well, like. I mean, it's inspiring. It's like you can't just listen to Meatloaf and then just go about your day. You start thinking about goals and stuff. It's like exciting music. I guess I need more Meatloaf in my life. I think you do. I think we all do. Listen, I like Meatloaf. It's intentional. I like Meatloaf with cheese and bacon in it. But it's not like background music. You know what I mean? Not a lot of onion, though. Why do I feel like you guys aren't taking this as seriously as I am? You really are into the artist Meatloaf. I sure am. You think I would put that down in jest? It's not even funny. First name you put down. Listen, you <laughs> just kicked a freaking hornet's nest. Man. Seriously. She's, she's not even having our food jokes. And, she's going no. right for the... And he can't even sing anymore. He has somebody else do all the singing for him, and then he just kind of shows up. I don't care. Huh? I would still go. Meatloaf lip syncs his own meatloaf? Yeah, he, but he doesn't lie about it or anything. He has somebody else do all the high notes, and then he kind of harmonizes in the background. So with he's his like own Millie Vanilli, just different. <laughs> just but, honest. You know, maybe Vince Neil should do that from Motley Crue. Because he Ooh, sucks. Vince Neil may or may not be my, my, my niece's actual father. Uh, what? <laughs> what, hole, what rabbit hole do we just go down now what right, an interesting anyway. name anyway, to bring anyway. up well because when i think of people that cannot sing anymore mm-hmm. because they're over there huffing oxygen because they're running around like a bloated also they destroyed tart. their throats in the case of meatloaf singing rock all those years it was too much stress Hold on, on his it's vocal not, cords. Not, not just rock mm-hmm. it's rock opera but rock opera is actually very dangerous because it's belting opera. Opera is supposed to be sung in a very specific technique that doesn't harm your vocal cords. And when you sing that high out of your chest voice, it's kind of dangerous. I know these things because I took singing lessons once when I was, you know, back when I thought that maybe I'd be on Broadway and people would take me seriously and not just want to laugh. What's that? Can can you sing a little meatloaf for us? I can totally. Give me a song. Uh, you know more than I do. Right? I know all of them, but I'm blinking because they're all so wonderful. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh, God. No, stop. I can't think I of quit. another one. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Well, it's cold and lonely in the deep, dark night. In the deep, dark, I can see paradise by the dashboard light. That, that just fell out of We got chair. to do what you can <laughs> and let Mother Nature do the rest. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. We were definitely blessed because we were barely. So can I stop singing now? Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was wonderful. Cannibal. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Next on your list was Cat Stevens. I know nothing about Cat Stevens. You don't know. He's a terrorist. Come he on. Is, hey, watch hey, your listen, he wasn't mouth. allowed. He wasn't allowed back in the United States. Well, that's true. He but was. He was put on the terrorist list. He is a Muslim 
Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He had a religious awakening when oh. he got lost at sea. And he had a conversation with he God. He should have had a burial at sea. <laughs> and he said that if he made it back alive, he would dedicate himself to God. And then this wave came and pushed him up onto the shore. And ever since then, he's been Yusuf Islam. Everybody knows that. Sounds it has like nothing to do away. with terrorism. What's a song from Cat Stevens? I don't know. I'm being what? followed by moon shadow. Moon shadow. Aren't I good? Uh, she moon got it. She shadow. Got it. I don't know. Um, Is it, does he have a big hit, radio hit or something? So many. Are, oh. uh, what's, the, what's the train song? I've been smiling lately, thinking about the good things to come. And I believe it could be something good has begun. Because out on the edge of darkness, there rides a peace train. Peace train. I don't peace know train. this. Tra- yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta study some Cat Stevens. Listen, back in the day, we're going back to the 70s on this one. <laughs> 70s into the 80s, Cat Stevens, I thought it was a cool, cool cat. Just He like, was a cool um, cat, and he's still. Just like Eddie Rabbit was a cool cat. They're kind of similar. Um, but yeah, then he uh, discovered Islam. And, uh, to the you know, wind, to the when he tried to come back to actually do some shows in America, they said, sorry, like <laughs> you're, you're not no. coming back. Well, first off, for a while there, he only made music for Allah. So he <laughs> came up with this album that was like, Allah is for Allah. Nothing but Allah, Allah. Oh no, peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> and it, it wasn't very good, but <laughs> of course it wasn't very good. We know it's pretty good mixing that 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 stuff. Get with a the ball. I'm telling you. But I, I saw him in concert a couple of years ago, and he was he was like himself, you know. And he did his own. He wasn't Cat wearing Stevens his robe. No the... robe. You know, he just looked like a regular guy. He did still have the beard, but, you know, we can't, you know. He didn't go into the corner. And he's pray. also kind of gorgeous. And oh, no, we didn't. Really? oh we don't also, know about that. Meatloaf is not so gorgeous, but Cat Stevens was gorgeous. Do you know who uh, married uh, Meatloaf's daughter? No. Scott Ian. Really? Pearl? Absolutely. Do you know that, that Meatloaf? Pearl a day, yeah. She went to school with our boys uh, from Reading, the Schmidt and they met. Really? Is that uh-huh. right? Same year, they graduated. Yeah. yeah, so Scott Ian from Anthrax uh-huh. married uh, Meatloaf's daughter. Oh, a good score there, Scott yeah. Ian. <laughs> all right. Way to go. Get the Loaf's daughter. All right. All right. Now, um, also on your list, yes. a band called Def Leppard. I love Def Leppard. Big fan of okay. Def yeah. Go ahead. Make fun of Def Leppard. No, he's not going No, because you're very diverse. You, you, you <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> You know, you're into the cripple. You're into the coexist. You're into, um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Listen, uh, do you like old school Def Leppard or anything after Hysteria? Oh no, I like after Hysteria, and but also Hysteria with, with, with was the best. That, that's gonna come up after Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. So you're into LGBTQ. So, so yes. Well, there we go. You see, so you're I, into musically. All, all the I represent. All right okay. now. Def Leppard, I just, I mean, like, I think that kind of, I mean, a lot of those bands were great. And why I choose Def Leppard, I think their music is very exciting. I like the whole 80s, early 90s hair band. You know, I love that music. I kind of grew up with it. What's your favorite Def Leppard song? Oh, full oh, photograph, for uh, sure. Yeah, but, okay, so th- this is when Def Leppard was actually good. Mm-hmm. When you look at 
on through the night, high and dry. Mm-hmm. Or actually, mm-hmm. was it high and dry on through the night? No, uh, on through the night, high and dry. Mm-hmm. That's the and order. And then pyromania. Pyromania, yeah. And then and after... And then hysteria. Hmm? Hysteria. I remember loving hysteria, but hysteria, now I don't think I can get through the album without... I think, I think hysteria to me is like Metallica's Black Album, where you listen to it so much... And then you're over it. You're over it, yeah. and you're like, oh. And it's also everything slowed album. down, but it had to slow down because the drummer only has one arm now. Yes, but I mean, come on now. Yeah, but that, that right? dude can play drums yes. regardless. But that with see, his feet, but still, yeah. he can still play. No, drums. but that is inspiring because well, yeah. that's a guy that couldn't be stopped. You know what I mean? Like, think how many people come up with how many stupid excuses for why they can't do what they want to do, and that's Her a guy Benny who Davis has, has been one. The, Arm. Elevated here. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Joan Crawford's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is a cigarette. Right? right? And my eyebrows. I need, some, I need some eyebrow pencil, and then it can really right. get me there. Now now we're going to go into your last of your Rushmore, mm-hmm. which I don't think we'd ever talk about on Beer Man Beer. Well, there's a first time for everything. I had to class this place up a little bit. I you did. Thank you. I do have a favorite <laughs> song of this artist, mm-hmm. and I want to know if you could guess my favorite song, because you probably can't, because it's an obscure song. So it's not... Try me. All right. So oh. your your next favorite band artist is who? This is I'm going to guess the song is Can't Smile Without You. That's not the song. Damn. It is. It is. But, it is but who, who are we talking about? We're talking about we t- the legend. Is it I made it through the rain. It's legend. Barry that's my Manilow. Favorite. I want to know if you know the song. Barry. Ma- I have a favorite Barry Manilow song. Barry give me, Manilow. Give me a lyric, and I'll about. tell you the Listen, song. This, this is me- new to Barry Man Beer because uh, I didn't know this. I do have a favorite Barry Man. Barry Manilow song because my mother played uh-huh. the Barry Manilow albums on the old. You know, Vitrola? Yeah. It was, is that what they're vinyl. called? That, that is called, yes. <laughs> on vinyl Wait, back in the day. With, I decided with, with one, day, dog sitting one day I wanted to fuck with all my Lyft passengers when I was driving Lyft, so I told everybody who got my car that my um, auxiliary cord, uh, I don't have one, and the radio was broken, and that all I had was this one Barry Manilow CD. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Every single one of them confessed to loving Barry Manilow. Every single one. They went, well, that's okay. Actually, I kind of love it. Well, he's got a Every lot of single one. You know why? Because there's not a person on this planet who doesn't love Barry Manilow. There are the people that love Barry Manilow, and then there are the people right. who admit to loving Barry Let me Manilow. You. I guarantee and that, you. And those are called the Fanilows. There, there, and- <laughs> there, there are there are some people who tolerate Barry Manilow. No, <laughs> they they either love him or they proudly love him. Nobody tolerates Barry Manilow. I did. Manilow. I did. All right, give me don't don't tell me the song, but I, give me a lyric from the song. Yeah. Oh right, no! Dig deep. <laughs> You're digging. <laughs> I just sang a meatloaf medley. This, for this, people. this is the lyric I could I could come up with. Oh okay. While the dogs play around in the sand. I need more than that. Ah, that's all I get. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> What just happened here? Wait, wait, that sounds like half a line. Can you give me the fir- the second half of the line? Place your Something man card on the he table. Was walking just with his father and the dogs playing around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to wear two ships. That's it. Ships. Ships was my song. Because. <laughs> we smile as we say. That was my it's song. It's all right. <laughs> my mom. I walk to the sea. That's it. I love the song. Right. It's a beautiful song. That's a great song. And as a kid, that's the one. One that's stuck in my head. I'm done. That's the it's one. It's a beautiful song. I'm tapping out. I had no. I had a professor in college during a drama class. This he goes, he goes. I may be the only straight man 
alive who loves Barry Manilow and admits it. He goes, there's a song called Week in New England. No, I know that one too. Right? Yeah, and he goes, and there's a line, and I want, he's telling these, directing these 18-year-olds, like this is going to mean anything to them. And he goes, if I held you for the sake of all those times love made us lose our minds, would I ever let you go? And we're in this like lecture hall and everybody's like, oh, and I went, that's not weekend in New England. That looks like we made it. And he, like the whole room turns wow. around and he goes, son of a bitch, you're right. <laughs> all right. And a fight to the death who would win between Barry Manilow and Neil Diamond. Barry Manilow. You sure? Yes. I, I'm going to go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Barry yeah. over Neil? Oh, yeah. Okay. Arm wrestling? Arm wrestling, 100%. Yeah, Arm wrestling, kidding? no. No? Listen, no. Barry wears those. A you know, you, out, you think out. those sparkle jackets are lightweight? <laughs> that guy is strong as fuck. <laughs> I think Barry Manilow will gouge your eyes out like a chick oh. with his nails. I think... He's, I don't think he has to do that because the power of his singing will just melt your heart and then you won't want to fight anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Sweet Caroline. Wait a minute. You know, Sweet Caroline, that's a good Sweet one. Caroline. And actually, when Neil Diamond goes, Sweet Caroline. How can you not say, and, bah, then, bah, bah. and then he's going to smack Barry Manilow's head. Bop, bop, bop. I don't like this visual which, at all. Which one had the song about E.T.? What? Turn what? on your hot light. Let it shine wherever you go. <laughs> that, that, that was Neil Diamond. That's Neil that Diamond. was Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> that was a song about E.T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It was a song about E.T. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> All right. Super group. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, so if you could pick a band, a super band. Yeah. Artists. Put together one major band to play some big arena tour. Who would it be? Genevieve Julie. Yeah, I chose some interesting people. I wanted Meatloaf, of course. Yeah. I, I don't really want Freddie. I mean, I mean, I don't really want um, Cat Stevens there. I, he's not very rock and roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I subbed him out for Freddie Mercury. Right. And I also wanted Lady Gaga because, yeah. like, there should be some girls okay. there. And then I also wanted Steve Perry. Now, the problem is. Because I really like his voice. But then I realized that's a lot of singers. Yeah. Um, I also want Madonna, just because I like Madonna. Oh. Um, but I, I I didn't really bring in any instrument players. Yeah, that would help in a band. <laughs> that would help. Well, Freddie Mercury can play piano, so that's good. Lady Gaga can too. Yeah. Also, Freddie Mercury can play the organ. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, Barry Manilow can play the accordion. Uh, so could Weird Al Yankovic. Should we have him in the yeah. super group? You know, um, my grandmother, for the longest time, she always wanted me to play the accordion. You should play the accordion. Maybe you should, you should totally no. play the accordion. No, Anything no. but bagpipes. I don't understand why anybody plays See, bagpipes. bagpipes. I thought about it, but I'm not sure. It's a terrible sound. It's really probably my least favorite sound. Jonathan. From corn. From, from corn, corn, yeah. play the bagpipes. You play bagpipes, yeah. I don't want to go Davis, but I'm going Davis. A lot of Davis. Jonathan Davis. Davis is everywhere. I don't need bagpipes. to be one of them. Corn. I just, I don't need right. to, I don't need to be in this club. That's all right. <laughs> the Davis club. <laughs> See, you're in good hands, though. Jonathan Davis? Yeah, I, I understand. Awesome. Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy man. Davis Jr. Oh, I'm a very, yes. Mr. Bochangles. Who can make I, a shoe I, smell. <laughs> Drink Medeshevich, too. I'm a, Hang out with the Kennedys and make himself a Jew. Cannonball. <laughs> 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 <Get him> <laughs> 
It was offensive on so many levels. <laughs> wow. um, so let's go back to who what who was attracted to you? Oh, Italians and Jews, age 45 to dead. Okay. Now, are you are you still a single gal? I am a single gal. You have not found the right Italian or Jew to scoop you up yet? Never serious. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hey, you pay attention. Yeah, no, I, I... You know, I try to. I don't really date serious people. I mean, all of my boyfriends have kind of been, um, you know, like, people are like, well, didn't you ever think about getting married? I'm like, in theory, but, like, I've never been in a relationship with any human being where that was really on the table. Because <laughs> you, know? you only date stand-up comedians, right? I, I pretty much only date artists. I'm only interested in artists. And, then, and if I date but, somebody who's not a comedian or an actor, I'm very bored and unhappy. But you don't date the headliners. You only date the people on the way up, right? The open yeah, micers, the, the, right? The, the, the middle acts of the hosts. Open micers. <laughs> but, uh, uh, MCs, maybe? Yeah, I'll offer a number of MCs. That's <laughs> just true. Yeah. Future acts. <laughs> or are you like that, uh, that quintessential rock guy or gal mm-hmm. that points out to the crowd where then the um, the flunkies go out and give them harnesses, right? Uh-huh. Well, when, when you look at like Motley Crue. I don't put harnesses on people. Where they put, um, yeah, well, backstage passes. Yeah. You know who I had a thing with? Who was that? This oh, is I, funny. I, I, I can't wait to hear it. The, the, the guy who, he was in Saigon Kick. He was the drummer for Saigon oh. Kick and then Love Skid Row. Love is on the Skid way. Row, huh? Yeah. What, 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 what did he play with? He was a drummer. The drummer. The for drummer he, from Skid Row. Yeah, that's correct. What's his name? Phil Varone. Italian, Maybe 50 yeah, years right. old. There we go. Oh. At the time. He was 50 at the time? He was 50 at the time. What's he now? 102? No, no 53, 54. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't too long. <laughs> no, they're all in their 60s. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got Snake and you got... Um, <laughs> but it's hot. I mean, it was like, you know... I like I, I walk in. I, I met him Saint of all James. places at a production of the Vagina Monologues, and they had just written in a scene for a man. And this was a, it was in L.A., but it wasn't in L.A. It was like in Fullerton. So they wanted a celebrity, but because it was like in Orange County, they were using celebrity kind of loosely. And they bring this guy in, and I walk in the room, and he's like, "Hi," and I'm like, "Yeah, of course," because I'm I am I am your type. So, you know, and I'm looking at, he's got that kind of trace of a New York accent that never goes away and his hair is not like long, but it's longer than it should be for that age. And the tattoos are kind of faded. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm in love. Where, where are we going? Let's make this happen. All right. That's easy. (laughs) Very easy. So, uh, yeah, I, that's it. Jews and Italians. You still haven't found, all right, any Jews and Italians out there? Any uh, Jews? You want to win a date with Genevieve? (laughs) Hey, what a date with Genevieve Joy. I'm so sad. Or, or is it, what a date with Genevieve Cat Fight Joy. Cat Fight Joy. Any other famous people you, you uh, went on dates with or made out with or anybody? I don't know. Now, I'm, now I don't remember. I mean, maybe. Oh, my goodness. Probably not of note. Cannibal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you, you got, you're working on a movie? I am. Yeah. I just did a short film. Uh, where I am not naked in it this okay. time. Now, before you did have a movie. Yes. That way you were naked. I remember this is kind of before Fine, YouTube was a big deal. I'll do right. Yeah. I mean, YouTube exists, but it's not on YouTube. It was supposed to, I, you know, it was a long time ago. I remember at the time you were, you were selling it for like a dollar or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to come up with the money. 
<laughs> you were so trying to come sell, up with yeah, the money. Uh, the no, it was on this like you were site. You to come up with a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, take friend, it out of the F jar. Oh, this no. friend of mine who had like a distribution thing and he was like, put your film on my site. And then it was like a dollar. But I don't know. Anyway, the point is, it was a brilliant movie, and it was based on this joke that I had. But then I thought there was a sex scene in it, and I should be totally naked because that'll add to the reality. But what ended up happening is that nobody remembers anything else about the movie. Other than that, you were naked. Precisely. Okay, does this still exist? Can we find it asking for a friend? <laughs> yes, it still exists. <laughs> I have it. I, I mean, whatever, you know. It's a great movie. It's funny. I don't have it like on me, but you know, <laughs> you know, like carry around a DVD. I was thinking of putting it on Amazon as under the short films, like for, you know, why not? I don't even know what I'm talking anymore. See, this is the problem with this show. I start out real sharp uh, yeah. and now I'm falling apart. No, I don't even know right what I'm on. saying. You are right on. I know you're paying. Uh, I, I heard all about your show mm-hmm. because a good friend of ours. Irene. Yes. Irene Bremis? Yeah, you know Irene. Irene. I know Irene. I just went to my gynecologist, speaking of the vagina. Told me about how great your movie was because you were naked in it. And, uh, <laughs> well, no, Genevieve's like my bro. I can't see her naked. No, so we. I did this show. <laughs> I did this, like, reality show about women in comedy, but the, it was with... Uh, do you know Danny Cohen? Yes. He was the producer. Great guy. And this other guy, guy, Chris Kambali, who was not such a great guy, who worked at NBC at the time. I don't even know where he is now or whatever. But um, Dead with AIDS. No, he was nuts. He was so crazy. He Like, if we were at a restaurant and, like, the waiter brought him, you know, like, the wrong drink, he'd be like, do you know who I am? One phone call and you won't have any fucking legs. Oh, was, one of those, was it Stuttering John? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I'm a douche. He was like this wannabe mafia, like real tough guy act, you know. And they were producing this thing together, and it was like us, I, me, Irene. Uh, we had Marilyn, Gro- uh, Marion Groden. Mm-hmm. Jody Wasserman. Jody. Yes, but then Sheba Mason because they wanted people whose parents were famous. A- Amy Stiller. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, Sheba Mason. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sheba Mason is one of my best friends. We love Sheba. Yeah, we she's her, yeah. she's wonderful. But then, like Chris pulls me aside one day and he's like, "I need somebody." to be like the evil one and like the shit stirrer and like cause drama because right now everybody's being too nice. Oh, that's you. So yeah, so he was like, I need you to like talk shit about all the other girls and like talk about how they're too old and they're ugly and like they're fat. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Thinking that they would get it, right? But I ended up hurting a lot of people's feelings. Well, and, that happens. Yeah, yeah, you know. Suck it you know but I was like, they wanted drama. Like, they asked me to be, you know, the one that's just like, whatever. I'm the only good looking person here. Uh, you know, which, you know, didn't go so well with the other girls. But like years later, they were like, no, we know they put you up to it. But I don't know if they really believe that. Uh, Probably not. <laughs> Ooh, do you have dollars? I have dollars for what? Oh, did you curse? And I have to put it. No, no, in the only, curse only we do. We we put money in the jar. If we say F, so that way we have enough money oh, to buy more we... beer. Oh, that's smart. I got money, but we haven't spent the money yet. Mm. That, that's a year, two almost two years of money, of us saying. Oh, the F look word. at that! And we have a uh, fan in Florida who keeps track of how many times we actually say <laughs> the F bomb. That's she so helpful. The, the ultimate fan. That is a shout out to Brandy and uh, Brandy. According to Brandy, we owe a lot more money than we uh, paid ourselves. 
don't wrap me into you. you well, I didn't see you drop any me. money in oh, that jar. Me. So uh, we owe a dollar. Can't, can't drop one half pound. That's it. All right. So one dollar will go in the jar. I have to walk into my other room to uh, retrieve That's some right. money. Mm. Anyways. Anyway. Ooh, hell of a show tonight. Gracie. Uh, should we go into some solid, not solid, with our beers? Yes. All right. So we're going to go over our beers, and you, we're going to say which were solid and not solid. Because I'm doing the pee-pee dance right now. All right. Mm-hmm. All, all of our beers tonight came from Skull's Brewhouse. Shout out to Adam. Thank you. Very, very kind of him to have us over for some beer. And, uh, I wasn't there for that, but I did enjoy the beer. Well, we'd like to have you here more often. So are you going to check in whenever you're in I would love to. Yeah, yes, we, we definitely I will. want to have you back. You Thank be... you. So anyway. Alien Invaders. Yes. Which one was that? That's that a trick. Well, that's the, the trick, trick cereal. cereal. Loved it. Okay, so is a solid for you? That was a solid for me. What do you solid? Think, kettles? Oh, absolutely solid. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my favorite. That is like on the top five memorable beers that we've had in the yeah, last Yeah, since we years. started the show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the most five. Also. So now we go into Attack of the 50-Foot Orange mm-hmm. Pale Ale. The IPA. Yeah. Uh, uh, the beer that's going to inspire orange Tic Tac beer. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. Absolutely. It, it was delicious. Adam, uh, I liked listen. it very much. Tic Tac, baby. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate everything that Adam has done for uh, his uh, work in craft beer. Absolutely. It, is, uh, it was good, good stuff, man. Awesome. And uh, Genevieve, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to tell us what you're going on? Um. Well, I I just made a, a short film called. Uh, well, the working title is um, "Dating Apps and Meat Hooks." Yeah, I. It's a long story, but okay. it's all explained in the film. Uh, and I have my podcast, Just Genevieve. And then there is also my Patreon podcast, More Than Just Genevieve. A Patreon. I did. Ah. I created a Patreon. And that is More Than Just Genevieve. That one has guests. So, um, you know, since I'm not performing live or doing much anymore, that's kind of, that's, that's those are the big things. My Instagram, CatFightJoy. Um, I'm also findable on Facebook and whatnot. And, and yeah, that's it. All right. I think you want to plug Keg? No. Anybody you want to plug? All right. All right. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. I think it was a... Anybody you want to plug? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. <laughs> but I had a great time. Thank you for coming all the way Thank up. you for having from me, guys. From the streets of Greenwich. Yeah. By way of Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. We're Beer Man Beer. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And let the evening pass by by digging records Besides a groovy half I see yeah, yeah And that's what I say, I see yeah, yeah And that's what I say, my baby loves me She gets her feeling so fine, the way she loves me She makes me know that she's mine And when she kisses, I feel the fire get hot She never misses, she gives it all that she's got And when she asks me if everything is okay I